0: Welcome to the On the Money podcast with John Manyike. Hello Yanga.
1: Hi. How are you? Doing? I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good. I'm glad you could join us.
1: It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: The last time I saw you, you were not this tall, but I won't double click.
1: It's TV. You're on TV. I'm sure you understand what happens when you're on TV. Uh-huh. I get this every single time. that yeah. people, people who've never met me, mm. every time they meet me, they're like, You're so tiny. Yeah. You're so small. I'm like, guys, yeah. it's TV. True, eh? <laughs>
0: true. true. Tell me more about yourself, where you come from, where you grew up, where you went to school.
1: I'm 21 years old, turning 22 this year, born in 2001. So I am a 2000.
0: Yes. Even
1: if people think that <laughs> I'm not, I am a 2000 and yeah. I'm proud to be a yes. 2000. And I'm rapping the 2000s really well, wow. I think so. I grew up in Cape Town, born and bred in Cape Town, uh. Kualanga. And that's where I was born. And then I grew up between Kailicha and Delft uh. and Mfuleni at some point of my life. Yes. come from a Christian family, going to church every Sunday, and I think they really led me to Christ and where I am yes. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've always been a singing, uh, I, I don't know what to call it a singing girl? Or... I've
1: always been interested in music. It's yeah. always been something that like attracted me. I was actually talking to a friend of mine, I was like, because she was singing at home, and I was like, no, you can actually sing, but yeah. like, even though you don't think that you were born with the talent, it doesn't mm. necessarily mean that you need to be born with the talent in order for you to be able to sing. Yeah. So for me, I had the potential, I guess, and then it just interested me. And I also, like, dabbled into it. I grew up listening to the likes of Joya Celebration, Doggo Zambambo. I mm. mean, I would watch every single lead that she sings, yeah. pause and make sure that I sing it to, like, the wow. T. Exactly the way that she sing it, mm. like, with the same vibrato, with the same dun-dun. Mm like I was very intentional about my music musical journey joined the worship team at some point in high school I was very forward because I just loved this music thing Mm. when we had festivals at school I'd offer to sing and I'd bring my own band iskolo is not paying me but I would offer to like you know what Mm. I'll give these people money where do I get the money yeah I I didn't have the money (laughs)
0: yeah I
1: didn't have the money but Mm. because of the musical interest and what God had planted inside of me that had to come out, Mm. it was just inevitable.
0: So when did you discover that this thing of singing is bigger than you thought?
1: I think when I went to Idols. Okay. For me, it was about the experience. Yeah. We grew up watching Idols, Ekaya, mm. and the year that I was inspired to go, like the year that I got triggered really to go, was when Loiso Kichana was on the show. Mm. So at the time, he was 16, and for me, yes. I was like, no man, if this guy can do it, yeah. surely I can also do it. Mm. So I entered, and it was very, very exciting for me. Mm. In fact, when I won Idols is when I discovered about people actually take me seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why are you guys voting for me. I'm yeah. just singing. It's not that big of a deal. I know yeah. I'm good, but like not like Beyonce good. Yeah. And what, but it's turned out, I am like Beyonce. There English.
0: it is, <laughs> and destiny is calling. You know. Yeah. But did you know that you were going to win, or did you have aspirations to win, or you are just entering? For I the was final just of it? there
1: for the experience, honestly. Now, when I saw Lois Okitjama at TVN performing, for me, it was like at the time I never really got the experience to sing like on a professional stage yeah. with BVS, with the lights, with yeah. the band, and for me, just hearing the musical arrangements, yeah. the BVS, the vocals, like everything for me was like okay. I, that's what I want. Yeah. I was actually chasing after that. Not everything else. Mm. I was actually quite shocked to see. okay, now my privacy is taken mm. away. Mm. Everyone is interested <laughs> in my life. We just keep the interest sure. to the voice. Mm. But obviously because the spotlight is the spotlight. Mm. I didn't know what I was signing up for.
0: How did you handle the faith?
1: I think having a family, like a Christian family, kept me really grounded and all the the teachings that I had because I'm a serious church girl every mm. Bible study I'd be there every prayer meeting i would be there so I had a very good foundation mm. and understanding of who I am I understood that what I do is not who I am yes. right so the moment that I had an achievement it didn't necessarily define me mm. my identity is in Christ and that's it mm. so for me that really like you know grounded me and on top of that I had a family who'd always taught me to go in the ways of the Lord so mm. for me, like just them reminding me, hey, Sissy, oh, yay, yay, yay. <laughs> And my mom also, like she didn't want me to go. Mm. I think that's one of the things, it's a blessing in disguise. we Would see she didn't want me to go because it kind of like made her as the person who was protective. Yes. Um, she was playing a role of being protective and just like reminding me who you are. Because yeah, as much as she was dramatic about it, but mm. I have no mm. idols, you mm. know, you know, my <laughs> Why are you idolizing? idol. Yeah. God is God. is God. You yes. can't be idolizing. You know, like it was extreme. But I understood where she was coming from. Yeah. So that really kept me, you know, grounded.
0: You were the youngest person to win idols at no, the age of 17. No, that's actually
1: incorrect. Paxton was the person to win. How old was she? Win. She was 17. But like, see, she and I, by a couple of months. No, but
0: you were also 17.
1: Yeah, but I was 17 earlier. She was 17 later, which made her...
0: Oh, More I 17. See, I, I don't see. know if that makes sense. But you were young. I mean, the, uh, well, I you still was, are, yeah. but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, I mean, at the age of 17, with that kind of spotlight, yeah. what are some of your fondest memories about winning?
1: I think like, getting the recognition. Mm. I didn't necessarily need it, mm. but I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It's great to know that people who have been in the industry and pioneers mm. of what you want to do approve i don't know <clears throat> if that makes sense yeah. and seeing people who wanted to write music with me seeing artists who were interested in me that for me was like really inspiring and <coughs> seeing the impact that oh. my performances those were the fulfilling moments for yeah. me and seeing how i was inspiring my peers yes. to go for their dreams oh. and to not be intimidated and to be courageous and just like go for what they want
0: oh. you became a millionaire at the age of 17. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, <he's> like, oh.
0: <laughs> how did that make you feel i mean you just became a youngest millionaire probably in your family eh?
1: definitely <laughs> Yeah.
0: what was going through your mind
1: you know what hmm. i took a long time to actually understand what happened to me
0: okay even
1: when i won hmm. like i didn't really have the reaction that i was supposed to have yeah because i think a part of me already was excited and already thanked god and already I don't know, went through those emotions at some point before Mm. I entered the Mm. competition. Like, it was difficult to align that moment with my emotions um, and understanding what had happened. And eventually, when I saw people bombarding me at the airports, at malls, and I was like, okay, so I won Idols. (laughs) Okay, so now people are asking me to fund their school don't don'ts.
0: Yeah, And I'm like... I'm alone applications.
1: Yeah, even now, I still get that. I'm like... I'm not a millionaire anymore. I'm not. Mm. Maybe I am in Christ, but no, I'm not a millionaire right now. Yeah. And the money came in a year later because I requested for it a year later.
0: Why did you ask for the money to come a year later?
1: I wanted to know exactly what I wanted to do with the money, right? Because I didn't want to be wishy-washy and in the meantime spend money on things that I hadn't necessarily planned. Money is there to be spent, but also I wanted to be intentional about what I was doing with the money that, that I had. That
0: is loaded. That's a lot of wisdom there. That's a lot of wisdom. For somebody to say, yes, I know I've won a million, don't pay me now. Pay me a year later. I'm still thinking about yeah. what I'm going to do with this money. Who influenced your financial values or principles or decisions around it? I
1: think it's completely the grace of God. Hey? Yeah. Because I haven't seen the best money management from people around me either. No. Honestly, I don't know where no. I can say I got that from. But the no. Bible also has like a lot of advice no. when it comes to managing your finances no. and being intentional about no. everything that you do. No. So just like knowing that I cannot live my life anyhow Mm. because this life is borrowed and there's a purpose that I have to fulfill in my life. So every decision that I make, every Mm. idea that I have, I need to be intentional Mm. about it and I need to be a good steward of what God has given me. Mm. So for me, like even that, that reward of a million rands. I knew that a million might sound like a lot, but it wasn't necessarily a lot because after I got a property and after I got furniture into the property, it was not there anymore. (laughs) It was literally not there anymore. I think the only thing I did besides buy a property and two, I did tours at the time was just before COVID. I did like two tours and I wanted to like tour the the entire nation, but I couldn't because after the second concert in Eastern Cape covid hit us mm. besides that like i bought myself a phone and i bought a camera i don't remember anything else yeah. that i did with that money
0: How did your family feel with you making a decision that, yes, I've won a million from this singing competition. I don't want it now, I want it later, so that I can gather my thoughts about what I need to do with this money. Did you get some resistance?
1: I'm not sure if there was resistance. And if there was, I Mm. think it was internal. What I do know, Mm. there was a lot of disagreement with my mom and I Mm. when it came to managing my finances. And for me, I was like confused because I'm like, mama you didn't want me to enter the competition let's start there so now when you saw the things are working out now you're jumping on the way going, and now you want to manage my finances when you've never managed my finances before so now... But you didn't have finances What must happen? I did.
0: How? How? I what? pocket I money? Pocket money?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> well, which
0: money are you talking about?
1: I did. I was a tutor at some point. Okay. Like, I've always been, like, savvy, street yes. savvy, and, yes. like, you know, trying to do my own thing. I've mm. always been an independent child. Yeah. Even my parents knew. Mm. So for me, like, now when you want to, like, be a helicopter parent, on mm. the money, but yeah. you don't want me to go to the competition that gave me the money. Yeah. What are you saying to me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> But then, was she not trying to be protective as a mother? She mom, was. Guess, she was. Know? My mom
1: is always protective, yeah. just like generally. Yes. But like now, I felt like, Mm-mm. you yeah. want my bank statements? Mm. You want, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. We got into a huge fight about yeah. that. She even kicked me out. Sure. And then she called me back the same day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, she's a man. It was
1: crazy. But eventually, we got to an understanding. And I was like, Mama, I need you to trust the values that you've instilled in me. I need you to trust your teachings about me. And when you see about, okay, law... It's mm. a metal in the entire. <laughs> <laughs> if you see it by Leona, Leona is a metal in the entire. Yeah. Then allow the natural consequences to happen, yes. ye because I've always, I think I've proven myself just mm. growing up.
0: Do you think these are the type of challenges that young people find themselves in when they start definitely. earning money oh, early definitely. in life with their parents?
1: I've had a couple of interactions with people where umuntu <clears throat> we ufuna
0: like, okay, hello. I've had
1: a sleepover <laughs> with a friend, and the mom was calling in the AMs. Yeah. And she, she does this every time, every payday yeah. yes. in the AMs. I'm <laughs> I'm like, dude, why are parents like this? Yeah. I just hope I'm not that parent. Yeah. Like, I really hope I'm not that parent. My parents also, we had a time where my mom was like, okay, I want a certain amount of money from you every huh. time you get paid. Huh. Yeah, yeah. A typical black tech situation. Mm. And at the time, I think I had a voice, but I feel like I would stretched like yeah. already. Well, because mm. we already had that disagreement when it comes to how I'm going to spend my money, mm. her wanting access to my bank statements and whatnot. So I was like, hey. Let me let things breathe a little bit. Yeah. I'll give you the money. Yeah. So I'd give her like 2000 every gig that I got at the time. And at the time, like, gigs were like, mm. coming in. Mm. And my fee was just like, people were not negotiating. They were giving me exactly the fee. Yeah. So because gigs were coming in so frequently. And mm. so then at some point, I was like, mama, Mm. Let's sit down, yeah. my love. Mm. I don't think this is working for me, <laughs> especially when COVID hit, because yeah. I was still covering my own school yeah. uh, fees at that point. I was still covering my, my own living expenses. Mm. So I became independent by choice yes. very early. So I had to make decisions that weren't necessarily favorable to yes. a parent who would like to still dabble in yeah. the money of the yeah. child. Yeah. yeah.
0: So how did you maneuver that, I mean, to get to a point where there's at least some compromise and understanding between you and your mom around the money issue?
1: It needed a lot of patience and mm. a lot of wisdom, mm. like in terms of how to speak to your parents. Because obviously now we're Like when there's a misunderstanding and you're not really like getting to the gist of things and no one wants to compromise uh. obviously you're gonna get frustrated so you need to be able to manage your own emotions uh. be emotionally intelligent yep. I'm working towards and I'm not completely there but uh. there needs to be a certain maturity emotionally and intelligence for you to be able to calm down yeah when your mother or your father is coming up. And also choice of words. Mm. It's complex and it needs a lot of time Mm. and a lot of patience, and it's not going to take one time.
0: You've dropped some gems there, especially for young people on how to handle that conversation about money with parents and and all that. What would you say to mothers or fathers who might have a view in terms of how the money thing needs to work with the young ones who are starting to earn an income?
1: I think this thing also goes Like before that, Mm. I think it goes into the transition from being a teenager, young adult, to Mm. a working class citizen, you know, someone Mm. who's working. You see that transition, even when it comes to personal things, not Mm. just when it comes to money, like Mm. holistically, there needs to be conversations about that and what your expectations are. Mm. And be open about it because there's a point where your child is not your child anymore like that. Mm. There needs to be some grace i guess Mm -hmm. from both sides Mm. from my experience because Mm. it is a huge transition and i do recommend therapy i recommend therapy a lot about such conversations because Mm. it is a huge thing to process
0: what do you think makes a black text conversation very complicated for young people
1: i think it's the guilt Mm. parents can be manipulative (laughs) parents can be manipulative (laughs) who was supposed to do it (laughs) Who else was supposed to? You decided you want me, so uh,
0: you are here. But like,
1: also like the guilt trip. Sometimes it gets to us. A lot of us it gets to us. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I think that's what Mm. makes the conversation a little bit complicated and difficult.
0: You know, a lot of young people also struggle with making a decision around what should I buy first? Should I buy a car first? Sure. Or should I buy a property first?
1: My case was very different because I already had a car from the competition. Mm. I think I would have decided on a house because my mom had a lot of careers growing up. She was also a real estate agent. And so the importance of property investment has always been taught to me from a very young age. I think that's one of the things that kind of like made me have a good head on my shoulders, knowing such things and just seeing how property was a conversation, because in some households, property investment isn't necessarily a conversation and I've seen it like even now in my adult life property investment is something that I find really important and it's yeah. something that I'm dabbling into yeah. I've already started and it's really really cool that yeah. I'm this young and yeah. I have my own property renting out my own property for me I've seen what it's done for me right yeah. now as I'm speaking the place that I got yeah. I'm renting it out yeah. and me living here in Joburg I don't have stress about rent because I already have that income and I don't like working. I really don't like working uh, and doing nine to fives and what what. Yeah. So, so passive incomes like that, uh, that uh, is very important. Uh, yeah.
0: You had big plans after winning idols. You wanted to study towards entertainment law. You know my business
1: very well.
0: <laughs> you wanted to do a PhD in music. You wanted to start your own production company. How far did you go with
1: that? I feel like I'm being held. This is an accountability session. (laughs) Like of being held accountable. Did you do
0: what you said you're you're going to do?
1: Hey, Mm. life.
0: Life (laughs) happened.
1: Life! No, but also we evolve. Mm. There are some things that I thought I wanted at the time and I needed. Mm. I don't think I need anymore, like a music PhD. I don't think I need it anymore. I don't understand the concept, unless you're planning on being in the classical side of things or like going to America with your degree Uh, in uh, music. I don't believe that if you are musically (coughs) talented, you should Uh, study music. I genuinely, uh, I don't get it. I don't uh, understand it. I uh, think there are ways of studying it and uh, learning it. I did music in high school. I don't feel I wasn't excited about it as uh, a subject, uh, but I really enjoyed the performance side because I didn't have to study for a lot of the stuff. Like, yeah. music theory, I still don't get it. I have grade 4 in music, and a lot of people are like, whoa, you have grade 4 in music, and I'm like, I don't understand a thing. Mm. But for me, what would substitute for me would be the musical performance side of things. Mm. With the music PhD situation, ah,
0: no, yeah,
1: I was like, nah, no, it's okay, I don't have to do that. Entertainment law, that's definitely still something that I want to do. Mm. Timelines are not uh, as, normal as I would have liked them to be, or as regular. Mm. Um, My timeline didn't necessarily go the way that other people's timeline Mm. go, and that's okay, and I've understood, and I've Embraced would say that's okay, yeah. but it's definitely something that I still want because mm. I'm very passionate about it, mm. and it's something that's always been in my heart from a very young age. Mm. I think that's where my excellence comes from. Yeah. Just seeing artists being exploited and not seeing mm. excellence in the black community when it comes to music uh, mm. and music and, and performance. Mm. Um, so for me, from there, that's where like my interest when it comes to you know entertainment law came in, yeah. Production company, I'm not sure. My YouTube channel is a production company,
0: yeah,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, just to somewhere, yeah, yeah. Although it got suspended like yeah. at 80,000 subscribers, it yeah. got suspended. Why? I don't know why. I would love to know why, yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know why, but that really hurts. So now I'm starting from scratch mm. again, mm. yeah.
0: If you're Financial future called you, what would it say to younger?
1: Yeah, I son and yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm being honest with you, Nana, it's okay to not know. Yeah. I don't know because I don't know my future. Yeah. I have aspirations. Yes. I have things that I'm working towards. Yes. I think my future would say you need to like just discipline yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think those are things like just consistently that I felt. All around in my yes. life, not just financially. Like, yes. Discipline has always been a thing that mm. I needed to you know, work mm. on because a lot of my decisions and I grew up in a very protected um, environment. I didn't organically want to be disciplined. Mm. I was just disciplined because I was scared. So a lot of things I did out of fear instead of out of mm. really wanting to.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So what do you think has had the biggest influence in your life? terms of your general principles of life or values?
1: My pastor from Cape Town, he's Pastor Andima from Agape Baptist Church. Mm. He wasn't a pastor at first. He came in like as a brother. I mean, he came to do his practicals at oh. our church and he was also very like musical as well. So for me, like the musical side of it and just like how warm he was has had a lot of impact in my life.
0: So what are your ultimate career goals?
1: I see myself as one of the best-selling platinum artists mm. in the world, wow. okay? gospel artists yes. in the world. Mm. I've had a vision from a very young age, like the age of 14. God yes. gave me a vision he was like, your vision should be to bring people closer to me mm. through your music, through your lifestyle and through everything that you do, even mm. your speech. I see myself doing that on a greater platform, draw people closer to their purpose and mm. to the plans that God has for them
0: do you have other interests apart from music
1: definitely I'm very business-minded mm. um, that's something that I've noticed about myself mm. I love photography uh, I love makeup I did mm. my own face today yes if you want to book me <laughs> book me content creation but I don't have the discipline for it yeah but I think I'm a really I'm a creative all-round
0: do your other interests influence your music <laughs>
1: not really maybe maybe photography. Mm. Because um, I love nature and sometimes it inspires me when it comes to writing music mm. which is something that I've dabbled in in the last couple of years and I think I've grown to be really, really good at so You guys will know that soon because mm. I am recording okay. <laughs> on the 1st of July, my wow. gospel album at Shine Studios. Wow. Everybody do come, okay, thank you. And yeah. it's
0: gonna be live, eh?
1: It's gonna be live,
0: yeah. Wow. So let's talk about, yeah. do you see music as a business? Yeah. Okay.
1: so how do I see those yes. things coming together mm. like I have a lot of concepts I have a lot of business ideas as well that have nothing to do with music it doesn't necessarily influence each yeah. other but I think when it comes to creativity mm. I think definitely it comes from the same place mm. but it doesn't necessarily influence okay. each other
0: so musically speaking who are your biggest artistic influences?
1: Tetwa <laughs> Mdogo Zumbambo. Lately I've been listening to Todd Delaney a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. And as we go towards the end, I mean what are your financial goals? So
1: I definitely do have financial goals. I want to see myself at a place where I don't have to worry about money. Sometimes like you see that time when it comes to month end and then there are no gigs and then the one thing that I do strive for is to never live life based on a gig. Yes. Well, things a totally gig this yeah. month, do well, I have a gig this month? Which is why like, I'm just trying to work on having a stable passive yeah. income. Yeah, so what are
0: your dream projects?
1: One of the things that I'd love to do is I want to tour schools yeah. and speak to matriculants and just yeah. come and, and have some speakers come in as well and speak about investment opportunities. There's not information that's really out there for high schools. Some of the greatest people in the world and the yeah. biggest influences in our lives yeah. are entrepreneurs. Some of them didn't finish school. Some of them didn't go to university. Yeah. So those are things that are, I think they are very, very important. But like investing into stock as yeah. well is something that can really change your life and can shift your perspective when it comes to earning income and, yeah. and et cetera. Yeah. Another thing that I would like to do is have festivals, youth festivals worldwide.
0: You come across as very solid, very focused and uh, you know what you want. Yeah. You know where you're going and you know what you believe in.
1: Yeah.
0: In your world, I haven't heard anything about dating. <laughs> Where are you with that?
1: My dating life isn't public. Yeah. It's never been public. And I like keeping it that way.
0: And you like managing it that way.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. No, that's brilliant. The
1: only man you guys will know is a man I'm married to. Ah, wow. That's (laughs) No one will know another man here. Yes, yes.
0: No, that's beautiful. Hey,
1: because... (laughs) That's all I
0: can
1: say. I'm (laughs) a are girl. We don't have to show it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Finally from you, if you were to encourage or advise young people who have aspirations, whether in art, in whatever dream career that they want to pursue, what would your advice be to them?
1: Aspire to inspire before you expire. Mm. Um, Living a purposeful life Mm. is not just about living a life that inspires you Mm. and that pleasures you. Living a purposeful life is about impacting the world out there, including (laughs) yourself, as you live out your dream. Mm. Life is a gift and it has an expiration date. So do that and make sure that your purpose is fulfilled.
0: Yanga, thank you for joining us. It's been great chatting to you. I'm sure those who will be watching and listening this podcast (laughs) will be so inspired before they expire.
1: Oh tonight, it's a pleasure, thank yeah. you so much.
0: Old Mutual, do great things every day. Old Mutual life assurance company SA Limited is a licensed FSP and life insurer.